Welcome to the Relationship Diversity Podcast, where we celebrate, question, and explore all aspects of relationship structure diversity, from soloamory to monogamy to polyamory and everything in between, because every relationship is as unique as you are. We'll bust through societal programming to break open and dissect everything we thought we knew about relationships, to ask the challenging but transformational questions, who am I and what do I really want in my relationships? I'm your guide, Carrie Jaroslow, best-selling author, speaker, intuitive, and coach. Join me as we reimagine all that our most intimate relationships can become. Middle school was a painful experience for me. Not only was it the time my parents' relationship and my family fell apart, but it was also the time my relationship with my best friend started to change. I had a circle of friends that I was close to all through elementary school, but as my personal interests developed and I got a broader view of the outside world through my theatrical work, I began to feel less and less like my childhood friends. By the time high school ended, I felt like such an outsider. I couldn't wait to break free from my hometown and find people who I resonated with. The day after graduation, I moved three hours away from my hometown to the beach. And even though I moved with my high school friends, I hung out more with the people at my job. They were the kids that liked dancing, new wave music, dressed in a unique way, and expressed themselves differently. I was just getting to know myself at that point, and I could feel a very different energy within me when I hung out with them instead of my high school friends. I felt happier and more alive. That experience started my search for people I could freely be me, the real me, not the me trying to fit in like a square peg in a round hole. With these newer friends, I felt accepted, seen, and acknowledged, and felt a resonance that couldn't be put into words. People have come and gone in my life since that time. I've been extremely close to some friends for years, and then through life circumstances, fell out of touch. There were many times I thought I should alter myself to keep someone in my life, and other times where I was adamantly myself. It's been quite a process learning about myself and also be willing to let relationships go if they didn't feel supportive, caring, and nourishing overall. But now I can say after those 35 years of continual attention and dedication to putting my energy into nourishing relationships that most all of the people who I'm close to are caring, compassionate, and accepting people. They love me and I love them. In times where I'm fearful to be 100% authentically me, I am met with such acceptance and love that it brings tears to my eyes. I often ask myself how I got so lucky to have such loving and accepting family and friends. But when I'm honest with myself, I realize that it isn't all luck. It's taken attention, courage, and continual self-awareness and self-honesty. And as I'm truer to myself, I witness people coming into my life effortlessly. And at this point, they feel like my soul family. I wasn't 100% conscious that this was what was happening. It's much easier to connect the dots looking backwards. And in my reflection, I'm thankful that in the broader picture, I was able to stay true to myself. 
I held true to my interests, found groups and get-togethers that shared them, found classes with people who I had commonalities with, searched, researched, and dove into new hobbies, which led me to find people who were doing similar things. And before I knew it, I had cultivated a tribe of friends who I felt such resonance with, who I felt a part of, who welcomed me and celebrated my uniqueness. And don't get me wrong, there were many, many tears shed, much pleading and praying for clarity, a lot of self-punishment and self-criticism, lots of talking it out with people I trusted, a ton of introspection, massive healing and awareness galore. And at this moment, those shameful feelings I once had of being an outsider have vanished. And this is what I'll be talking about today. If you find yourself feeling like an outsider, feeling different from everyone around you, feeling like you have to hide yourself or be someone you know isn't resonant with the truth of who you are, and you're deeply desiring to experience what it would feel like to be authentically you amongst a circle of friends who are accepting and loving, then this episode is for you. I'll also be giving you some tangible ways to begin the process of finding connection and acceptance based on who you are and what you want to learn more about. To set the scene, and since I talk about relationship diversity here, I'll use this as an example. Let's say you grew up in a very religious house. You were taught that intimate relationships are always monogamous and that sex is taboo. Yet you have always felt like you could intimately love more than one person. And you remember feeling an innocent sensuality from a very early age before you were told that it was wrong or bad. You still live in the area you grew up in and you feel you have no way to explore these innate feelings. You feel like an outsider, like no one really gets you. You try to fit in, but are miserable because you know you aren't being who you really are. So what do you do? How do you find people and support? Where do you go? I find that most people I know and I've worked with feel like on some level that they're different. Many feel like they don't belong and never have. They feel very misunderstood and sometimes this lands in the subconscious as feelings of not enough or I'm not right. I hear people say these things all the time. Why can't I just be like everyone else? What's wrong with me? Nobody gets me. Everyone else seems alike. Why am I so weird? I just feel so alone. And sometimes these are from people who from the outside look like they fit in. They have a wide friend circle and close family. But when I really zero in on their deep wounds, Many times they're rooted in feeling different and alone, feeling like they need to hide their true selves in order to fit in. This keeps them feeling unfulfilled because on a subconscious level, they either feel like they're betraying themselves or feel shameful about the very essence of who they are. And if they feel that way, they will never feel the freedom to find others like them. I guide them to first find the courage to cultivate the relationship with themselves. If this sounds like you and you want to understand the importance of that relationship with self, then listen to episode five, your number one relationship, the relationship with self. 
Okay, so the first step is getting to know yourself, learning how to accept, and then love yourself for exactly how and who you are. If you're still in the beginning of this process of knowing yourself and needing and need some help, check out this other episode I did, which is episode six, How Do I Get to Know Myself? And since I've talked about this whole area in those two previous episodes, I'm going to pick up at the point in the journey where you know who you are, at least to some extent, and you're ready to find your tribe, those people who you feel more alike and aligned with. So now what? How do you find those people, those people who you feel you can be your authentic self with, who will either say, yes, I feel the same way, or I totally understand how you could feel that, or yes, I have the same interests. Let's talk about it more and learn from each other. This can be such a transformational experience that creates this momentum of freedom and excitement to keep getting to know yourself on a deeper and more deeper level. Okay, so some steps. Step number one, make a list of interests that you want to explore. This could be anything from learning more about wine to tennis to travel specifically to a certain country to learning a foreign language to exploring your sexuality to cooking classes, to ballroom dancing, to art museums. There are no limits when making this list. Anything you have an interest in exploring, write it down. Now, after you've made a broad list, break it down into some different groups to organize it. Make a group titled Biggest Interests and a list of Easily Accessible, and then maybe another group of Scary But Interesting. If there are any other grouping ideas that come to mind, organize the list in whatever way you want. But with these groupings, start with either the easily accessible or the biggest interest groups. So pick one thing to start with and then go to step two, which is search your interests and research. We we have the most amazing resource available to us, the internet. Choose one interest from one of the lists and search for them on the internet. Be creative in your search. For example, if you're interested in astrology, look for Facebook groups, search for it on YouTube, look on Pinterest, find communities that are forming. Do a search for astrology and the nearest town or city you live in. Reach out to someone you resonate with on the internet and ask for resources. It may be scary to do that, but you never know who you might get connected with. And another step is follow the trail. So if you see someone talking about a forum and it sounds interesting, check it out. If you find a group online who you resonate with, join in and dive deeper into the conversations. This doesn't always mean you have to contribute to the conversation. If you don't want to contribute publicly, send a private message to the person to connect one-on-one. I'm an introvert and many times I don't comment on people's posts, but I'm always taking note about what they said and really take the courage to reach out to them if I feel resonant, whether they ever respond to me or not. So let's say I see something that they talk about on a post and they talk about a website. So then I go to the website and I read the comments and maybe in the comments, someone says something that interests me. So I go check that out. 
It may lead me to another website or group I find interesting, which may lead me to a book that I want to read, which may lead me to a Facebook group or a local chapter that I would have never known about if I hadn't had followed a trail two steps further. And this is where understanding and knowing yourself comes in really handy because you can feel if you get excited about something and that is your intuition asking you to just keep following the trail a little bit farther, a little bit farther. And next, I want to give you some ideas and places to search for these people that you might feel more a part of, more resonant with. The first is online groups. So there are a lot of problems I know with social media and the internet. However, one of the most beautiful aspects of social media is connection. We can connect with people and groups all over all over the globe. And you may feel safer this way at first. If you're wanting to explore something like polyamory or BDSM or something less mainstream, connecting with people who don't live anywhere near you may feel safer to you while you're building confidence in who you truly are and just really getting to know who you truly are. Another place is meetups in person. There's nothing like engaging with people in person. You can get a fuller perspective of another person by their body language, hand gestures, eye contact, and overall energy. If you live in a smaller town, search for in-person meetups in a nearby city. Having supportive, caring friends who you can connect with in person for coffee or dinner can really help you move from feeling isolated and different to feeling connected and resonant. Another place is retreats. Retreats offer focused attention on an interest or skill. When you can get away from your life and focus on yourself with a group of people who have similar interests, an amazing bond is made with yourself and others. For me, when I go to a retreat, I feel like I'm in a bubble where my outside world falls away and I get to go deep into whatever the retreat is about. I've made lifelong friends at these kinds of retreats, and it always wows me that there are so many different kinds of people in the world, including ones I can find a resonance with. Okay, lastly is seminars and courses. These can be found online or in person. If you're interested in cooking, for example, finding a place where you can take a cooking course can connect you to people with similar interests. There are also courses on everything and anything you can imagine online. I've been a part of online courses where I've connected with people from all over the world. I made myself reach out to people who interested me and asked them if they wanted to hop on a video or a phone call to get to know each other. This is what made me feel connected during the two years of the pandemic instead of feeling alone. I loved talking to people in Australia, Canada, South America, and Europe. I felt so aligned with many of those people. I got to know and learn about other cultures and people, broadening my awareness outside of my little small town. And the more I connected with people, the more my introverted self became comfortable with coming out of my shell. I went through a transformation during COVID because of it. If one of your interests is relationship diversity and exploring a new way of being in intimate relationships, 
as well as how to design your unique relationship. I'll be starting a focused live online community course in the spring. This will be a very carefully cultivated group with the intention of creating a safe, nurturing, caring, and nourishing space of acceptance and inclusivity. We'll gather together to discuss all the complexities of intimate relationships, do some healing work together with the intention of freeing you to look at what you really want in your relationships. If you'd like to be notified when the group will begin or get more information, please connect with me through the link in the show notes. You are worthy of knowing and experiencing what it feels like to belong, that you can find community and a place where you feel accepted and loved for who you are. If you've never felt this before, it can be overwhelming to finally feel a part of something. But the feeling of connectedness and being seen is absolutely worth moving through that overwhelm and fear. Because on the other side is a place that fills your heart and life with meaning and joy. Stay curious. Thanks so much for listening to the Relationship Diversity Podcast. Want to learn more about relationship diversity? I've got a free guide I'd love to send you. Go to www.relationshipdiversitypodcast.com to get yours sent right to you. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast. You being here and participating in the conversation about relationship diversity is what helps us create a space of inclusivity and acceptance together. The more comfortable and normal it is to acknowledge the vast and varied relating we all do, the faster we'll shift to a paradigm of conscious, intentional, and diverse relationships. New episodes are released every Thursday. Stay connected with me through my website, carriejarislow.com, Instagram, or TikTok. Stay curious. Every relationship is as unique as you are. Are you feeling stuck or unfulfilled in your intimate relationships? Do all your relationships end in the same way? Do you feel like you've lost the spark in your current relationship? Can you never even find one person who you want to explore a relationship with? If you answered yes to any of those questions, are sick and tired of feeling like a failure in your relationships, and desperately desire a different experience, then my eight-week deep reprogramming intensive may be the answer for you. In this program, I work individually with you for eight transformative weeks. We'll identify the subconscious programming that's keeping you stuck and shift it to a new affirming belief system. We go deep, we get real, we get results. This is healing unlike anything you've ever experienced before. Jordan from Charlotte, North Carolina said, more has shifted in eight weeks of working with Carrie than 10 years of psychotherapy. Jane from Sanford, North Carolina said, it's honestly changed my life. And Cassie from Santa Barbara, California said, Carrie's laser precision in helping me diagnose where the stuck energy was helped me make positive movement in our first session alone. Absolutely transformational. I love being a guide and witness to these courageous people who claim that they were done with their past experiences and ready for something different. I'm opening a limited number of spots for 2023 and would love to help you permanently transform your relationship experience. 
to set up a free 30-minute clarity call where I can help you uncover your number one block to fulfilling relationships, connect with me through the link in the show notes. You are worthy of experiencing deep fulfillment and love in your relationships. This intensive work will help you get there.